Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. As I always say, I'm so excited to share with you what God has shared with me today. (laughs) Um, I need to preface this particular episode with a couple of points for you. Number one, it's going to be scattered because girl, God has just taken me through some things right now and he just, I'm sharing it with you and delivering it to you in the exact way that I'm receiving it and the way that I'm connecting the dots through the way that he has painted this picture for me. I also need to let you know that this is going to be an episode that might be a little bit on the longer end in terms of how long this episode is um, because it's deep and I can't leave anything out. Not only that, but because it's a bit longer, that will also mean that there's very likely going to be at least two commercials. So I just want to kind of give you that heads up. All right, so what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk a little bit about how to see your body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. There's so much power in what I'm about to share with you. Okay, so to start off, let's talk a little bit about you know, our body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. We hear this all the time. I mean, you know, you run in Christian circles, you hear this all the time that, you know, your body is a temple to the Holy Spirit. But let me ask you this question. Has your awareness, your knowledge of God's word and that your bottle, your bottle, your body contains his Holy Spirit and so that you should treat it as a temple accordingly, has that ever stopped you? from eating the wrong foods, eating bad foods, or has it ever kept you just full out obedient to your meal plan? I mean, you know, excuse me. I mean, we all know that we, what we should and what we shouldn't do with our food and with our entertainment and what we shouldn't listen to and take our thoughts. We know all the things, but living in a space where we truly see and value our bodies as the residence of God's Holy Spirit is somehow, it's it's kind of hard to walk out sometimes. Don't you agree? I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and who was given to you by God? excuse me, you do not belong to yourself for God has bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And this is powerful, but this is about in, in the things that we should do and the things that we shouldn't do. There's so much power in that, don't you think? But here, there's a little bit more to this. Okay. So once I share with you what it is that I want to share with you today, it is... It's going to empower you on a deeper, more profound level in a whole new way. Probably like almost from a place of love that you might not have felt or connected with before until I share with you the way that God made this connection for me. I need you to hang with me in this podcast episode because I promise there's going to be a, there could be a revelation for you by the end of it. And so... Okay, let's get started. As you may know, if you've been listening to my podcast or following me for any length of time, you know that at the beginning of 2021, at the time that I'm recording this, it's 2021, um, 
I'm on a journey right now to just full out read the Bible from beginning to end. And where I am right now is I've set up camp in Exodus. In fact, I'm kind of specifically just camped in Exodus 40. This is where this is where something started to come to light for me. This is where I started craving more information about more clarity to understand and comprehend God's glory. Hear me out. I promise it's going to be full circle by the time this episode is over. But I want to know more about God's glory because in Exodus 40, uh, 34 through 38, it says this, the Lord's glory filled the tabernacle. I mean, listen to that. The Lord's glory filled the tabernacle, his glory. His glory was contained in a tabernacle, not contained, but you know, it resided in a tabernacle, like a physical space on earth. I, I just couldn't leave that scripture. Like I just kind of kept hanging out there. I just kept staring at it. I mean, the tabernacle was God's home on earth. He filled it with his glory. (laughs) It, you know, It had to be built perfectly and purely in order for it to house his glory. So let's unpack this. Let's talk a little bit about God's glory for a quick second. And I promise you, this will all come back to your body being God's temple for the Holy Spirit to reside in by the time we're done. So let's talk a little bit about about glory for a quick second. I mean, it's a difficult thing to kind of articulate. So I'm going to attempt to do that. God's glory it's God's glory is is the overwhelming sense of his presence and if you're a seeker you know what I'm talking about you have felt that it's one thing to just you know walk in your faith it's another thing when you're going deeper and you're praying and you're fasting and you're correcting your food choices it's an entirely different thing when you sense his presence. God's glory is the overwhelming sense of his presence. It's God's glory is in his character. It's his nature. It's his way of relating with us with his love. His glory, it's it's not his power and it's not his majesty, but it's in his presence and his love. God's glory is revealed through his mercy. It's in his grace, his compassion, his faithfulness, his forgiveness. And it's in his justice as well. It's it's kind of, um, it's a difficult thing to articulate. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Have you ever tried to explain to somebody before what God's glory is? Now, for as much as it's a difficult thing to articulate, our hearts can totally comprehend what his glory is. So that's kind of, you know, the backstory. That's what glory is. Now let's make the connection of his glory to your body, the temple of his Holy Spirit. We're going to pause for a quick commercial and I'll be back on the other side of this. All right, welcome back. So I've told you a little bit more about his glory and how now we're going to kind of step into making the connection of his glory to your body, the temple of, of, um, of his Holy Spirit. So when I started out this episode, you might remember I shared with you how in Exodus 40, 34, it says that the Lord's glory filled the tabernacle. Let's just pause real quick and talk about a tabernacle. A tabernacle is like a temporary mobile temple, if you will, because 
you know, at that time, God wanted to be, he wanted to live amongst his people. So he had Moses um, build a tabernacle. And girl, this is where it all starts to be, starts to get, to get really good. You see, Exodus goes through all of the specific details that God had given to Moses with regard to building this tabernacle so that it contain, could contain and house, <clears throat> excuse me, his glory. And the tabernacle existed um, for quite a while, and then it was replaced like 500 years after it was created when Solomon built a temple. And it that temple then became the new central place of worship, and God filled that temple with his glory. You can refer to 2 Corinthians 5, 13 and 14 here for that. But when Israel started to turn from God, his glory and his presence departed from the temple and it was destroyed by invading armies according to second kings 25 park the car for a quick minute let's have a little chat here i mean how much does this sound like your weight loss journey think about it when we as seekers who are doing all of the things we're seeking god for strength we're seeking him we're surrendering our willpower and our desire to weigh ourselves perpetually chasing that number on the scale and how we look and accolades accolades from people and all the things but as seekers when we turn from god and we start pursuing the lust of our flesh and you know having the pizza and even though we know you know we're not eating that and we know we just start to step further from him and we're not prioritizing getting up in the morning and seeking him. When we turn from God in this way, when we turn from him as our source, really even as the object of our desire, and we crave the foods and we give in to the temptations and we step into, you know, relying on our willpower a little bit and, you know, we step into willpower again over seeking his strength and and even his guidance, we begin to notice that his presence, feeling his presence rather, begins to depart from us. And, you know, thereby departing from his temple, really. We face destruction by invading armies, you know, metaphorically with our food and all the things. I mean, how true is that? That is absolutely powerful. If you were able to just follow me there for the last minute or two and see the connection. I mean, maybe you're already starting to see the connection. And if not, I promise you, we're almost there. When you pursue a relationship with God and you begin to see your body as a temple and you do everything possible to keep that feeling of his presence upon you, it is powerful. It's an unparalleled feeling. It's why I always say that my food choice directly affects my God voice. When I stray from keeping my mind focused on him and my body focused on obediently eating what I know I should eat. I mean, when I, when I stray, I lose that sense of his feeling. But when I'm being obedient, I hear and I feel his presence so completely profoundly to the point where I won't compromise it. I just completely will not compromise it. So back to the temple. So after the temple was destroyed, because that's what we just pulled over to talk about real quick, in case you're struggling to keep up with me. After the temple was destroyed, it was rebuilt in like 515 BC and God's glory returned to it when Jesus entered it. 
and he taught inside of the temple. And then when Jesus was crucified, God's glory again left the temple. Then God no longer needed a physical building after Jesus rose from the dead. God's temple is now, and this is where it all comes back to us, God's temple is now his church. The temple is within the body of believers. You are the container. You are the temple of his Holy Spirit, your body. Your body is the temple of his Holy Spirit. That's powerful. In order for you to feel his presence, you need to purify all the things in your entire life. And as a result, you're going to find yourself living to glorify him in all of your decisions, even in weight loss. So now that we've made the connection between our bodies being the temple and why that matters all for God's glory, you're going to start to see all of the truths come to light. But let's talk a little bit about how his presence, his presence takes up residence so that we can actually feel him and know he's there. Because I've observed this in myself. When I'm obedient in all the ways in my life, I feel his presence. I'm more equipped to be obedient, more obedient to, to everything in my life. You know, all the inputs I'm more obedient to because I then know that what's coming in is helping me to stay strong so that I can feel his presence and from that space be able to stay in connection with him so that I can let my life glorify him. So let's talk a little bit about how this happens. You see, in Exodus 34, Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights on top of Mount Sinai, where he was completely in a fasted state. And he was hearing from the Lord as he actually was able to receive the Ten Commandments and the covenant, the law, all the things. And when he came down, his face was radiant after he'd spent all of that time with God. In fact, when he came back down, it says that people could clearly see God's presence on him. Moses possessed God's radiance when he spent time with God. I mean, did you notice that detail? If you're one of my clients, if you're in the, if you're a VIP client or in the seekers method, or you're, you know, in the thinner circle or whatever it is, did you notice what I shared with you? about how Moses was fasted. When he spent time with God and was filled with God's presence, it was because he had made room for God to be present within him. And for Moses to carry his radiance within him, it's because he was empty of all the junk, all the food. There was less less of the world within him. And you know what? We're the same way. When we spend time with him, when we fast and we pray, we pull God closer. We feel his presence more deeply. Our God voice truly gets stronger. Uh, Allowing us to just know that he's there. And that's why we need to keep our lives, every single thing that we do, we need to keep our life and our food choices pure. You can't fast very well. I mean, I'm being fully honest with you. If, if I'm eating a lot of junk food and I'm disobeying and I'm, you know, seeking the lust of my flesh and just desiring that feeling instead of, you know, 
doing what I know I should do. When I'm doing that, I don't feel his presence and I can't fast very well. You can't fast well if you are filling your temple with all the junk of the world. You can't create space for God's presence to be felt and his voice to truly be known and heard if you're not spending time with him. I have found through personal experience that his presence cannot be felt when I'm filled with, you know, doubt in my flesh or, and I'm giving in to believing, you know, what it is I feel over what God tells me I can do. But when I'm denying my flesh and believing and trusting God, I feel his presence upon me. It's just a fact. I feel his presence within me, strengthening me against the things I previously thought that I couldn't even do. His presence can't be felt when your temple, your body is full of the world on all the levels. Less of this world in you must exist that more of him can reside. When God's Holy Spirit lives within us, our bodies are a temple for the Most High, and it's a beautiful thing. I mean, like Moses, we must follow strict guidelines if we not only want to glorify God with our lives, but also to feel and reflect His presence within it. When you think of your body as being a temple, you truly start to see it as such. Moses was required, if you read Exodus, if you read it, you'll see that Moses was required to apply great obedience to God's word as he built and maintained the tabernacle because God's glory needed plenty of pure space to reside. We're not exempt from this. If you want to glorify God with your choices and truly step into seeing your body as a temple to contain and house his Holy Spirit, it will mean less of the world within you and more of him. So as you set out on your weight loss journey, don't do weight loss for this world, for human accolades or to glorify yourself glorify yourself as, you know, having overcome some major thing as you lost weight, but rather see your food and your life choices as the way that you harness God's strength within you so that your life can glorify and honor him and the work that he is doing through you. Don't see yourself losing weight as much as you see yourself truly being a temple from which God's presence has a place to reside as you emanate Christ within you, the hope of glory. Now, I'm going to wrap this up with some closing remarks right after this quick commercial break. Last little corner turn here for you. This world, you probably know this, you're going to probably shake in agreement, shake your head, nod your head in agreement with me on this. This world is after God's love spot in your heart. I mean, let's face it. It's perpetually trying to get us to love the things of the world and everything in it over loving God and living to glorify him. Would you agree? We can't even see our bodies realistically. We, we can't even see our bodies physically as a temple really anymore because this world has confused us and made us desire foods and flavors and fullness and pleasures so much that we live our lives being really kind of feelings focused instead of being God-focused, instead of being glory-focused, really. When we live 
When we live glory focused, when you start to do that, when you live glory focused, you begin to kind of bridge the gap and make the connection so that you can begin to step into the fullness of God. You can believe that your body really is a temple worthy of obedience to a meal plan because you trust God and you lean on his power within you to overcome the lusts of your flesh so that your body, his temple, can be holy and set apart, able to glorify him for all of the world to see. It's like that spiritual discipline will manifest physically and the world will see it. When you seek God instead of a number on the scale, people are going to notice the changes that kind of exude from within you. When you prioritize your relationship with God over your relationship with food and the things of this world, you begin to change from the inside out. Trust me, people are going to notice the difference. And when you tell them the absurdity, trust me, I get the looks. But when you tell him, tell them that you dropped the scale and you picked up trusting God and seeing your body as a temple where you, where you see obedience to your meal plan as, as a way that you honor him, they're going to truly start to believe you. They will begin to step closer to pursuing a relationship with God for themselves. They're also going to begin to trust him. Your testimony give, will start to give way to lives being changed so that God can be glorified through their lives as well. Others are going to want what you have, trust me. And what you have to give them is a relationship with God and belief in him and not the diet in dieting industry anymore. You will start seeing, you will start seeking rather God. Actually, they are going to start seeking God for weight loss when they first start out because they will want to be thin just like you. But then they'll start to notice, they'll start to discover for themselves the same truth that you discovered. They will feel his love and soon they will desire to make their bodies a, a temple so that God's Holy Spirit can reside there. A temple so that God will be honored in their choices. So I want to encourage you, see your body as the temple housing God's Holy Spirit. Give God space and in so doing, you will feel his presence more completely. Fasting and praying and prioritizing him and eating better are some of the ways that you enable him to heal you physically. But you need to make room for him to do the work by creating space between your meals. Your part is going to require some heavy lifting, which is found in the seeking of him daily, spending time in his word, planning and prepping your food, prioritizing your schedule, and getting the right amount of sleep. Girl, I know you don't want to hear that. Drinking water, all the things, shutting off the world more, trusting him more, and his process and his timing even in weight loss, I'm telling you, obeying everything you need to do through him and his strength. See your obedience as an act of worship, an act of love, a way to, a way to bring him more glory as you honor him. Don't give him, you can't give him what you don't have, right? You can't give him what you don't have. So in order to glorify God, to give him glory, you need to do the things necessary to give it to him. I mean, does that make sense? Like in order to do these things and for change to happen, 
you need to do the hard things. The minute I made the connection between my body being a temple that houses God's Holy Spirit, where my choices either glorify him or really glorify my flesh or my decisions or glorify some diet, I found that I could easily see my body as worthy of a different level of care. I was able I was able to see how to honor God with my body by seeing the value of keeping it pure and holy for him to be able to reside within me where I'm blessed for my obedience because I could actually feel his presence. And I now live with the motto of the motto of nothing tastes as good as feeling his presence feels. And when you get to that space, you're going to believe you're going to you're going to you're going to believe that. You're going to feel that. You're going to trust it and direct your, your steps and decisions based on that. And how you can do all of this, this is kind of where I'm going to kind of give you the real tips. How you can do all of this is in honoring him with all of your choices, what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, you drink, you eat, you think, you feel, what you do, who you hang around with, and how you prioritize a life-centered on him honor him and how you keep yourself healthy so that you can do his will on earth for as long as he needs you to be healthy and as long as he needs you walking out his plan honor him by prioritizing his voice above the noise of this world or even your own heart's desire prioritize him by making more room for him inside of you inside of yourself as you pursue physical and spiritual disciplines. Remember, in order to radiate God's presence and to step into his strength, you must be fastidious about your obedience. You are not losing weight to fit in with the world, but you are losing the weight of the world for God to fit in to you. Again, don't do weight loss for human accolades, but rather create within you a temple from which God's presence has a place to reside as you emanate Christ in you, the hope of glory, even in weight loss.